Oh no, where is the pal? Oh, it's right here. That's going in the episode. Oh no, where's the pacifier? It's gonna be the intro. <laughs> oh no, where's the pacifier? Do -do 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 -do. Back, back to the actual show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the FFBE podcast. I'm here with Minnie. Yo, guys. Today, we are talking about Immortal Night Garland and Awakened Warrior of Light, as well as the Defiance of Fate. The There's that new trial version. I don't know if you had a chance to give it a go, Minnie. It's pretty tough. Oh, I did. I tried maybe three times and failed every time. Yeah, he's pretty tough. Do you get through the first round? No. Yeah, me either. <laughs> That's it's amazing. Of, it's kind of pathetic. I even geared it out uh, a fully awakened Heo because he naturally wants to do fire damage. And the first guy is really only vulnerable to fire. And uh, I'm just struggling. I don't know what it is, but he has that one uncoverable attack. It just, oh, it's so annoying. It kills my DPS units, so I have to like reset them and then i don't know eventually i just wipe i don't know how it happens but maybe like i've been i've been messing around with it i've been trying to like stack more mitigation like i take sylvie i try to pop on like a general mitigation on top of her mitigation and sometimes i still um i still get wrecked it's just hard to predict when he's gonna fire off the uncoverable attack yeah of I, course i'm sure i've had I'm him sure i've had him hit me with it on turn one before so i'm comfortable saying it's fairly random because there are runs where he won't use it on me for four or five turns and then there are runs where like i said he hit me turn one and i just he just wiped like three of my people on the first do turn you, do you do the same thing every time on turn one mm -hmm. okay because i was gonna say maybe you you hit him with like a specific attack or something who knows no because turn you do one the same is thing, usually uh just buffing, just buffing and then getting your dps yeah. with their ability boosting abilities you know what i mean like those cooldown abilities almost yeah, all of them sense. start with that so yeah, i actually definitely. do i think zero damage on turn one every turn every time yeah same i counter but that's like after his turn so i i get what you're saying it's it's kind of weird i i don't want to look it up but at the same time i want to look it up because i just want to beat it but i also don't want to at least the rewards aren't anything too special. Nice. Like, if you don't beat it, then if I don't do it, I'm not going to feel too beat up by it because it just means I won't be able to show off new the new emblems, right? Yeah, I really want the the rainbow one. That's all I care about. Then you better start looking it up. <laughs> we'll see. There's still time. It's on until... Uh, I think it's on for like another month. Mm, like all yeah, of Feb it looks January like... February or something. Yeah, we got some time. We got until March to actually do it. Yes, we do. So we also had the Mirage Tower come out. I don't think we talked about Awakened Warrior of Light and Immortal Night Garland. Uh, but one thing I've noticed that they're doing, and this is in general, is that they are now only releasing five-star units. I haven't seen any three-stars come out. I haven't seen any four-stars come out in the last few events not including uh, the noctis event had a three star had that little chicken guy oh yeah i forgot about him you're right but in general i think there's been less three and four stars 
I would agree with that. It's nice to see less fluff units because we have more than enough. Yeah, I was just going to say that. it's so tiring to see it. rather than using the fluff units, they've been allowing you to uh, get bonuses from already released units that, that have been out forever. And even is... if you don't have those units, I think the first, if you clear the missions, I think two or three times, you'll get the three star and the five the four star one immediately so you can start getting bonus they made it really accessible really easy and i like that the fluff units just they didn't release extra units arbitrarily for no reason and i know we talked about this the last time we had a king mog but i love that uh what do you call it bonus units i love the bonus units replace regular units in the battles it just is so nice having only three battles every time they've made everything so much better for farming they've made it faster they've made it easier and they've also taken out fluff units that just clog up your inventory it's like okay i have enough to farm they give you two right out the gate most people have more just from playing the game right so it's it's quite nice actually Let's talk about the event in general. You mentioned, I mean, there's not really any equipments or anything in here. Um, they are doing the same thing with a moral like Garland where you can get him from farming the event and then you can unlock all of his Trustmaster and Super Trustmaster just Before by we, farming like crazy. I just want to mention one equipment. Um, you can exchange for 30,000 uh, currency. You can, you can get the Age of Shield, which gives you... A decent amount of defense and spirit but uh, nullifies petrified poison and gives you 30 percent dark resist which could be really useful and it's at 30k it's pretty cheap honestly with the amount of bonus that they give us that's fair i mostly li like the dark resist is really useful especially with the recent battles that have been going on uh so i agree with you there okay and that we can go back to the garland that's the only one i wanted that's to it. They just give them to you for free. They did the same thing with yeah. what's her name from the Final Fantasy 15 event. Uh, it's just nice that they do it. This is the weaker of the two five stars in general. Gives you some again, giving you things to farm with. You don't have to pull like crazy to be able to farm well. You just need to play the mission, which is nice. I, I think it's nice at least. I agree. I, I I'm running mine, um, and he can solo the thing, so it's really nice. You can run a team of five bonus units and then you take a friend bonus unit you can get a ton of currency very easily running these um, the other he does have uh what do you call it his tmr you can get it for free and pretty cheap it's actually not bad it's not amazing by today's standards but he's a free unit so 50 percent attack i think it's it's really good and worth picking up if you don't have anything better because um, when you look at it, for example, if you're a uh, a magical or a uh, physical DPS, it's really only STMRs for the most part that will give you more of the attack stat. I know there are some TMRs that will give you 50% attack plus a little something extra, um, but this is honestly just a really nice pickup, and it's free. It's easy to get. I would recommend it. Uh, the STMR, uh, I would say, not as critical. It is a great piece of armor that gives you a nice chunk of attack. But uh, if you miss it, you miss it. I mean, 
you know, Demon Mail Plus gives you, I can't remember how much, but it's similar. So this isn't super critical, and the STMR is way, way more expensive than uh, than the TMR. But if you can get both, I, I'm probably going to try to get both, honestly. Both of them are decent. Demon Mail Plus gives you about half as much attack. Uh, I just pulled up the stats, and then it doesn't give you any spirit, but this does. It's better, but it's not so much better that it's worth breaking your... You wouldn't really miss the extra 10 or 12 attack or whatever it is, because even with max double hand, it's going to be like an extra 50 that you're really missing out on compared to This is only really amazing if you... There are certain units that can only equip heavy armor, right? You can't get those typical pieces of... Uh, cloth that a lot of people will use or whatever Uh, so it can come in handy and it does make them a little tankier which again can be handy in certain trials but like you said it's not crazily it's not a crazy piece of equipment um it's free which is nice that's probably why it's kind of balanced that way yeah i think it's worth the pickup but if you have to choose i think his tmr is probably more bang for your buck like if you want some of the other stuff on from the exchange shop you don't have the currency i think the tmr is probably worth getting if you don't have anything better and uh then you can get some of the other stuff if you really need it that's very true but if you can get it then i i personally am gonna probably pick it up me too i'm gonna get it for sure garland as a unit like you said he can solo the missions which is nice i think that's kind of what he was designed to do yeah and i mean i don't think he's really amazing Uh, he has a lot of elemental coverage and it's all physical attacks right which is kind of nice like he's not bad but he's not great either any of the newer dps units that have come out are gonna be much better than him but that's expected he is free and he's more there to help you out in terms of clearing the the mission with as much bonus as possible and also if you're a newer player, I think he's a great boost. He He's not a bad unit by any means, but uh, he just doesn't compare to the top of the top. Exactly. Overall, he's decent. And I, I really do like his elemental coverage. He's great to take into uh, your story missions and things like that if you haven't completed it yet, or even in these uh, monthly story events that they have, just because he has good coverage for elements, and it's not magic, and it's not... It's not anything that they prevent you from using, so you can kind of guarantee yeah. that it works out. Yeah, which is I nice. Mean, he, he would have I some like issues, it. right? Like you can even yeah. use him probably against Gilgamesh if you can't just straight up burst him. Mm-hmm. Uh, any units like that with built-in elements are really nice. Let's talk about Awakened Warrior of Light. He's the CG unit on that banner. He people have been waiting for him. I've heard lots of talk. Uh, I do believe he is the current best in-class physical tank i wouldn't argue that at all i think uh, his tanky stats his abilities are fantastic and on top of that he's also a pretty decent support to be honest yeah he's really fantastic your typical provoke and cover is there but he comes in with some amazing things like he can give you hp barriers he can mitigate physical damage like here's here's something that i love okay he comes in with passively 80 percent provoke like how awesome is that you literally stick a moogle plushie on him and you don't even have to provoke with him you can literally just focus on other builds if you really want to like he's 
he's just such a good tank and then on top of that he gets all that stuff you're gonna talk about like it's it's just nutty he, he just brings so much to the team there it's it's crazy how much you get like you said you stick a moogle plushie on him he has that innate provoke He's giving you tons of mitigation for, like, he has availability for mitigation for your team, HP barriers. And one of one of the key, one of the key things for him is he can actually dual cast some very nice abilities. Um, like, he, he's got that HP barrier with his green magic. He's, like, just the dual cast makes, makes him so good because basically if you have him equipped for passive provoke, all you have to use is his cover ability once every four turns. You're going to have three other turns to double cast most of his other abilities. Some of them are single cast, but regardless, they're usually pretty good because like his single cast abilities, for example, Light's Remedy cures all status ailments to all allies. Like, it's fantastic to use. Um, and then the other thing he does, which I think is really clever, because what happens these days is... Uh, a ton of uh what do you call it a ton of supports already have built-in mitigation so on previous physical tanks we would see uh, mitigation on their ultimates with warrior of light he has other sources of mitigation in his kit but you're probably also going to have a support with mitigation or somebody like folka a lot of healers are coming out with mitigation as well so this guy his honestly pretty easy to access limit burst gives you a 3k hp barrier that's huge and a 250% defense buff that can't be dispelled. So you get those two in conjunction, plus, like you said, your supports, which are already providing you mitigation. His ultimate is fantastic. Like, it fits in really, really nicely. I'm feeling like he'd be the, the solution to my problems with that stupid probably. trial. <laughs> Honestly, he probably would be. And, like, he has all of these things. And then on top of that, people are topping him up, giving him, like, 25 to 30k HP with, like, 2000 defense and i mean these are whale stats obviously but that's insane like his his stats and the amount of buffs he can get to get his numbers up there are insane like he is i think that's the highest i've seen of like two stats together obviously i've seen 25 and above khp on certain units i've seen people do it with i think uh the giant mech thing that you like from winter time mm -hmm. uh what's his name white knight noel White Knight Noel. I've seen his HP go crazy. I've seen a few other people, but I've never seen a unit have like that much defense and that much HP at once. And the nice thing is all of his damaging abilities will scale off of his massive defense. So he'll even be able to uh, provide some support in terms of damage. He's not going to be like shitting out the DPS, but it'll be noticeable, especially if you build him for defense. Exactly. And let's talk about his TMR. It's a sword, 72 attack, whatever, it doesn't matter. 46 defense with defense plus 20%. That's accessible to everybody. That is amazing for any physical tank specifically, but pretty much any tank that is equipping swords. This is insane. And then if you are using it on him, it also gives him 20% extra HP and a five, like five, uh, MP refresh. So like literally this weapon gives him everything he wants it's it's absolutely crazy that's just the tmr i think it's as close as we're gonna get to dual wielding shields for tanks yeah. uh, the 46 defense is actually very very nice it's huge that's a lot of defense like even some uh stmr 
shields give you about 65. That's only 20 away from what this is. And this is a sword. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely great for tanks. I could even see it being used on some DPS units if you want to make them a little bulkier without giving up too much. Like, for example, if some DPS units have passives that are triggered by wearing swords, this would still trigger it, but it would still make them a little bit bulkier to survive some of those hits. It's true. Because one thing I'm noticing, uh, the harder the trials are getting, I find that uh, giving up a little bit of damage in exchange for survivability is often the best choice you can make. It is, yeah. I mean, being able to survive is pretty crucial in recent trials. Before, you could just stack DPS and kill it in one or two turns. Uh, recently, that hasn't been quite as accessible as a, as a strategy in most trials. You do need to focus on survival more so than your single turn damage output. His STMR is wild. Uh, it's a heavy shield. Great defense, some spirit on there. Awesome resistances, but then it also gives you the passive of 10% damage mitigation uh, just for having it on. It auto-casts it anytime he's up. So you basically just have 10%, you take 10% less damage, physical damage uh, in general, just for wearing the shield. So overall, this guy is the tank of tanks. He's absolutely crazy. You can even use him to chain. Uh, he does chain with Stardust Ray on certain abilities, which is great if you do need to do that. Uh, he has so much utility on top of his tankiness, and then his tankiness is super easy to use. So like, he's just the best tank in the game, physical tank specifically in the game right now. Uh, but he's probably among the worst magic cover tanks in the game, I'd say. Does he have magic cover? No, that's why he's... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, he would probably be insane at that too. <laughs> no, he's he's really good. I, he gives you just so much. There's so much utility, and then he's just crazy. Yeah, I uh, like that's it. why he's, people went crazy for him. He's uh he's definitely the, I think the the new <clears throat> the new top tier tank for sure. Like if if you're if you're looking to upgrade your tanks, I think he's a safe bet for sure. Uh, I think. Because of when we're recording this, is just before Flying Fortress, the exploration mission, comes out. But we can briefly talk about uh, the stuff that's in there as well, if you're up for it, Vinny. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> you're getting a couple items. Free Aegis Shield in there. Uh, we already talked about that one. There's a bunch of different pieces of equipment you can get in there. Some of them are okay. Uh, some of them are meh at best. Uh, I know that there's, where is it? Let's find it. The dragon armor is really nice for me. I love seeing the resistances. There's 30% to fire ice and lightning resistance on an armor, which is great. Uh, that's the that's the one that I personally really liked out of the out of the equipment you can get from that exploration. So keep an eye out for that. Everything else overall is meh. There's a decent sword in there which has some decent stats, some decent defense on it as well. It's very similar to Warrior of Light's sword, but weaker significantly. It's good. It's a good sword to put on tanks. Like if you have a physical cover tank because of the counter, uh, the counter automatically, it deals a bit of damage, but automatically decreases the defense of all enemies by 45%. So if you don't have like a dedicated breaker or something, 
uh, just throw this on the tank and watch, uh, <clears throat> take advantage of that counter. That pretty much covers it for that uh, Mirage Tower Final Fantasy 1 event. CG Warrior of Light definitely coming in hot as the best physical tank in the game. And Morton Light Garland doing pretty good for a free unit, some, a decent TMR on there as well. Definitely recommend picking that up just because it is free. And then enjoy the ease of this event. I mean, they're giving you, they're just making it really, really accessible for people to farm recently. And they've done this in previous events too. Final Fantasy 15 event had the same mechanics that we talked about here. Kind of makes things uh, more manageable. It doesn't feel like I'm, it doesn't feel like work when I have to do this mission, which is nice. And that's it for this episode. Uh, we ho I hope you really enjoyed. We kind of gave our take on those two units. There's not really much debate there. He is the best tank in the like physical tank in the game. I don't think anyone's going to say otherwise. But uh, we hope you got something out of this, and we'll catch you in the next episode. All right, guys. See you next time. Peace. Peace.